welcome to the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. And I'm Tammy. Hey, Tammy, where's Will? He's like being Father Christmas or something. <laughs> we think, guys, we think Will might be Father Christmas because, um, I mean, he's taken all this time off just before Christmas and being super shady about where he's been. He might be Father Christmas, guys. So if you're lying in bed... On Christmas Eve night, and you hear this very deep, sultry-voiced ho, ho, ho from downstairs, <laughs> just say, might be Will. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two very special guests um, uh, with us this week. Returning guests, we have the uh, magnanimous, is that a word? I think it is. Mag- well, uh, Brad, is that a word? Yeah, I think it is. Magnanimous, magnanimous Megan and the... Uh, the brainy Brad. Hello. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hi guys. Hello. How you doing? You. We're good. This I'm good. this is usually where I would ask if you've seen the whole series, but you have, so yes. I don't need to. <laughs> what if you just watch these two episodes? <laughs> no comment uh, well, whatsoever. Well, I mean, last week's episode hasn't come out yet, but once it does, I will direct you to that episode in which our guest only watch those two episodes so (laughs) it has happened (laughs) it was very entertaining Uh, right guys I have some news for you only a little bit Uh, The Punisher will be released in January no thanks yay and what does that even mean I don't know I I have the feeling I feel like they're just cranking these last seasons out as soon as possible Mm. yeah like, I really feel like they're just, and I, I, I feel like when it comes out, I mean, they, they didn't really promote Daredevil season three anyway. I really feel like they're not going to promote it at all. And it's just going to appear on Netflix. And I kind of feel bad for the, the actors for that, you know, because, and all the people who work on it, because I just feel like Netflix now is just like, eh, let's just get these seasons out, you know? Yeah. Get it over and done with. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we will have um, an announcement nearer the time as to <laughs> nearer the time January's like a week away uh, as to how we're going to uh, cover Punisher because it might be a little bit different. Um, just because I know Tammy, um, we were both a bit emotionally exhausted after talking about Punisher season one. Yeah. Um, and I think Will Will feels the same, and um, so we might do a shorter coverage of it, but we're not sure yet. Uh, we will decide. Um, and then in the other bit of news, and you guys, um, uh, Tammy and Megan, might know more about this this than me, but there's, because there's been so much going on, like different reports and different news about the cancellations of the shows and the deal with Netflix and what's happening and everything. Um, the late, One of the things I heard this week was that the, uh, the defenders, the characters, or this iteration of the characters can't be used in a project for two years after cancellation. So even if Disney did want to immediately take them up on Disney Plus, which we don't think they would because, you know, they'd have to be all set to go. They wouldn't be able to anyway because it would have to be a two year break. Um, do you guys know anything more about that? Yeah, it's like a standard clause in a lot of these contracts. So yeah. and I heard from from a lot of people that are uh, related to people in the industry and they say, yeah, they have to have that you know, to your break. They could still have them on whatever platform, but they can't use them in any new content for two years. It kind of makes me even more sad because 
like we were saying before we started recording, like these actors, they're going to get snapped up because like Charlie Cox and Deborah Ann Wall, they're, they're going to get snapped up because they're so good and they're going to find work. And I just feel like it means it's even more likely to be a, a reboot, you know, and watching, particularly watching this finale with like Charlie Cox going up against Vincent D'Onofrio in that last scene. I was just like, I just, I don't want anyone else to play these characters. Mm-mm, never. I want these guys to play these characters until they're old men bickering with their Zimmer frames <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I and know throwing pudding at each other. One article I read about it, which is like in Variety or whatever, talked about it. And they were saying that specifically that that deal for the two years was with the four original series, including the Defenders, that it was anything mm-hmm. involved in the Defenders. So specifically Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones and the Defenders. And I was like, well, that's weird to like not say the Punisher as well. But I guess their deal may be slightly different just because it was outside of the original contract with Netflix. Yeah, the original but I can't, 60 I, mean, I can't imagine them. <laughs> Disney, with the way that they want to do their new streaming service being, what, PG or something, or PG-13 yeah. or something like that, mm-hmm. that they would pick up the Punisher out of any of those. So. I mean, I, I said to the guys over at Defenders TV podcast the other day, I was like, if it meant, you know, if the show's got picked up for Disney Plus, I'm, you know, like, I mean, obviously Daredevil close to my heart, but even any of the series like Jessica Jones or Punisher or whatever, I would rather have no show than a, a PG show. Exactly. You know? yeah. Highly sanitized. I, no, thank you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want that. There's no way, you know, all or nothing. And then I'll complain that I have nothing. I'll cry <laughs> right. into my... My, my daredevil pillow at night I don't have a daredevil pillow but if anyone has one and wants to send me it please do uh, so that's the news for this week anyway um, haven't seen anything else I did go and watch Aquaman I know it's DC but I just thought I'd mention yep, me it's the most predictable film I've seen all year yeah. I can think of two films in the last five years that have the exact same plot nevertheless it was beautiful it was stunning looking yes, and it had some really nice end credits <laughs> so oh yeah 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 they have the extra credits like like marvel does now yeah they're doing the little extra credits yeah and it was uh, it was way more enjoyable than i thought a film about aquaman would be so that was fun oh yeah definitely yeah. now that they didn't make him blonde and blue-eyed and you know yeah 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 exactly um, also, lots of weird CGI faces in it, so that's oh that's yeah, thing. The, is, oh, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Is his octopus uh, buddy in it? I can't remember his name. No, oh. but they do. Um, uh, uh, at one point, there's like ships that are shaped like um, like like stingrays and ships that are shaped like octopuses and stuff. That's fun. All right. Yeah. There also might be. I don't know whether to say or not. No, I'm, I'm no, not going to no, say. No. But there is there is a, a a a creature in it that shows up and has a voice, and I was like, I know that voice. Who the hell is it? And when I looked in the credits and saw who did the voice, I nearly fell out of my seat and spent the rest of the night laughing about it. So they did some they did some crazy casting in that film. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Megan. Yeah. If not, I will yeah, PM yeah, you I later. Do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. It's I kind of hilarious. Night. I saw it last night for the Amazon Prime premiere. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so anyway, this week we are talking about the final two episodes of season three and the final two episodes ever <laughs> of Daredevil. Uh, episode 12 is One Last Shot. 
uh, written by Sam Ernst and directed by Phil Abraham, who I love as a director. He's great. Um, description is Fisk's long-awaited reunion that Tammy never thought would happen. Yeah, I know. Uh, sorry, it does I say know. that in brackets. Doesn't go as planned. Nelson and Murdoch take on a new client who holds key information on Kingpin. Which I love that they don't say it's Nadine. Yeah. Uh, and um, and then episode 13 is uh, A New Napkin, written by Eric Olison, directed by Sam Miller. In the season finale, Matt prepares to cross the line as Dex becomes more dangerous than ever, and Fisk enacts his endgame. His Avengers endgame. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> so let's talk about... Um, uh, our boy Matt first. So we first see him where he is uh, wearing his civvies and he's got his cane and he's standing outside the Mahoney household to give the signal that they can sneak the whole Nadine family into the house. And we finally meet Brett's mum, Beth. Oh, yep. <laughs> I wish she'd answer the door with a cigar in her in her mouth. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Uh, does anyone else find it really weird that Matt says to her, thank you, dear? I was like, yeah, it's oh, uh, weird. <laughs> like, I mean, Beth, maybe, or ma'am, but thank you, thank you, dear. I was like, it's weird. Thank you, dear. Um, so, yeah, so all, all of the Nadine clan are now in that house. Uh, Matt listens outside to try and find out what's, you know, make sure nobody's sneaking up. Um, Matt, like you're meant to be smart I, I don't know what you guys thought about this bit but Nadim's like oh yeah let me just come outside and talk to you yeah Matt, you do remember when you fought bullseye who can ricochet bullets right why are you standing outside the front door i know you don't want Seema to hear how about going into a different room i'm sure beth has more than one room in her apartment i just thought that was crazy yeah. i was i was i was like M- matt and foggy what are you doing yeah i didn't understand that either Having a conference outside, <laughs> they're going to get yes. attacked. He walks outside, and before he talks, he just gets a bullet in the brain from, like, Dex, and that's the end of the, of the show. Seriously. Or a knife, like, or a knife in his arm. Ser- like, it's so insane. Uh, so they say that they're going to get, uh, he's going to hire them, and they're going to get him to testify against Fisk. Uh, it's the return of Nelson and Murdoch, and I drew three hearts in my book. Yeah, um, I put the avocados are excited. back. Yay! <laughs> the best damn avocados. avocados. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they are currently working out of Fogwell's gym, uh, which I was like, that must smell really bad in there, which is whenever whenever they go in there, I just think, because it's a gym, you know, this sweat. No one cleans it. it. No, okay, it's well, abandoned. Fine. It's just, yeah, but just think of all the people that have sweated in there. No one's cleaning it up. There's no janitor. And Matt's got super smell. Nobody needs to clean it up now because nobody's using it. It doesn't smell. Anymore. But they probably didn't clean it after. It's all they dried in gross sweat. No, they did. But <laughs> what I'm saying, Tammy, is when they closed it, they were like, well, we're not going to clean it before we close it because who cares? So all that baked in sweat of the last gym session in there, that's all there still, Tammy. Also, I want to point out. 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, also, Tammy, about a year before this, Matt and Electra had sex in that boxing ring. Oh. That's all there as well, Tammy. Oh, my God. That's what I was thinking. That bad. <laughs> Same second. I hope one of them went and saw a doctor. Like, what I'm, saying, <laughs> what I'm saying, Tammy, is this gym is full of juices and it's upsetting to me. I don't like it. 
This dude also has a <laughs> hanger on in the middle of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, in case. That's where he hangs his uh, suit later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, 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 it's, aw- it's awkwardly high. I like that they've like, you know, like in the first season, they were like the, the crappy lawyers, you know, and they had this tiny little office, but it's got even worse. Now they're working out of a gym. And by the end of the episode, they're going to be working out of a butcher's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's going to be so much pressure on Foggy. Like, um, you're yeah. already here. Why don't you give up this lawyer nonsense and start yeah. making sandwiches? Hey, Foggy, uh, while you're doing, while you're dealing with this client, can you just, like, slice some bacon or something, please? <laughs> like, his mom's gonna be like, you're this close. Just stop this ridiculous lawyer nonsense and get a real career making sandwiches. You know she's gonna be calling him every day from Tampa, being like, Franklin, you cut that bacon. <laughs> I thought that was funny that everybody called him Foggy. They didn't call him yeah. Franklin, they didn't call him, you know, whatever. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was weird. Uh, I also thought it was kind of odd in this little map note in this scene where Karen's there as well, that at this point, like, he's just moving around and moving chairs and stuff. And it's it's funny that, like, Karen is so comfortable with just seeing Matt move around without the cane or anything now, you know, where at the start it was she was kind of all funny about it, you know, because she feels like he's been lying. But now it's she's just very comfortable with it. I thought that was interesting. Just me, yeah. no one else. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, now that she's kind of, you know, in danger, maybe she just, like, her mind's, like, on anything but, <laughs> so. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah she'll, she'll tell him off about it later. Um, so they just discuss a little bit about her past, and then he says, I'm not going to tell you to be careful, but be careful. Yeah. And they both have little hearts in their eyes for each other, and we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that ship's coming back. Yeah, care devil. Uh, Matt Marin, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they could be called Mark Marin. Yeah. Uh, and the next time we see them is when they uh, Matt and uh, Nadim are sitting in the gym and they're discussing him testifying. And this is where Matt is really pushing Nadim to, you know, asking the hard questions and basically makes him cry. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote my notes. <laughs> Matt made Nadim cry. Yeah. What did you think about all this lawyering in these episodes, guys? Were you happy? Were you sad? Uh, I was good with it, but I feel like it just made Foggy think that everything (laughs) should just go through the court system, even more so for everything. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know about this, Foggy. (laughs) I thought you'd be happy when it doesn't work. (laughs) I was with that at the end. We tried it your way, now we're going to do it our way, my way. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this, I think this kind of when he's talking about like not wanting to hurt people and having this double life and everything, and he talks to Matt about Daredevil later, I think this is part of what, you know, Daredevil realises, or Matt realises, you know, that he's got to be Matt Murdock as well, rather than at the start of the season where he's like, eh, I'm no longer Matt Murdock, I'm just Daredevil, me. Yeah. Matt Murdock's dead. It's just you know, crazy, like, how the, their scope is never quite big enough. Like, yeah. they've always, <laughs> like, they've always got solid plans. Like, this should all work out. But it's like they don't consider the fact that, oh, yeah, Fisk, like, already owns the FBI. Like, 
why do you think like going through the courts is going to work out in this scenario? Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't think about what if he'd gotten to the jurors. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly as this is something that happened before. Like, like when Matt, you know, when Matt heard the the jurors in season one, like this is something he's done before. You think I was he kind would, of surprised? It, like at least take this out of state, take this like up a level, like get the like the attorney general involved. Like this is not like if someone owns the FBI, you can't deal with that in New York City. Mm-hmm. I also didn't understand. You can if you're dead. Look, you deal with it in Hell's Kitchen, Brad. Okay, that's where the FBI is based. Yeah, I also I know all my FBI like facts. why they had to go to that court. Like, why couldn't they have video conferenced it from a secure location yeah. instead of like making the team run through the streets and fight people to get to court? I was like, <laughs> I feel like but then it wouldn't be so action packed. Then, I, yeah, exactly. uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was, good. I, it was fun. Mm. I like the action. I just really thought, like, they could have handled it better is all. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when they decide to go to court, they travel in this van and they fake it out. But, I mean, if anyone's watching them, they will see him get in this van. So I was like, well, Mm. I I don't know. I thought maybe back the van up to the the place. And I don't don't know. There's ways to be more sneaky than this. You know, I thought of a dozen ways to be to do a more sneaky plan. Yeah, they did a more sneaky plan in season one when uh, Fisk got out, you know? Yes, yeah, seriously, out of yeah. Custody. Yeah, exactly. I did like that the van that they get into is called the Five Senses. I yeah. thought that was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, although I thought maybe at first I had to rewind it because I thought. Wait, has Matt is Matt using one of the uh, trucks from that laundry that he really liked oh, at the start of the season? <laughs> that he's like, mm, it smells so good, uh, but it wasn't. And uh, they sort of this is when he talks about Daredevil a bit, and Nadine points out rightly that like Matt says he can't have it both ways, and Nadine's like, uh, you already do, like all your friends know, yeah, like everyone know, like everyone bought, like it was funny because when we get the funeral at the end. There's, like, all the people that are important to Matt there. There's, like, um, Foggy, Karen, and Marcy, and Maggie. And I was like, and only one of them doesn't know that he's dead at all. <laughs> like, Marcy's probably just sitting there like, la, 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 la. Yeah, and Marcy like, doesn't yeah, care every... who Daredevil is, so... She exactly, she doesn't care. Huh. Like, every, everyone already knows, and, um, you know, he has already got it. And I was like, yeah, listen listen to Nadine, Matt. Um, so then we get the start of this fight, where Matt hears the clicking of this gun or the men coming through the cars and stuff and they jump to the floor and the men start firing bullets through the van. Yeah. And I loved this fight scene. I thought this was excellent. Yeah, I thought it was fun. All it the was. little moments in it. I really liked like, when uh, in the bus where Matt does that little like flip in the bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if Chris Brewster came up with all, all that. That would have been cool to know. That would have been cool. I like that he's pointing, he's basically saying to Nadine where to shoot through the side yeah, of the, yeah. the van. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was great. Oh, and I also um, uh, like M- Matt's blind acting. <laughs> yes, where he's like, hello, hello, hello yeah, anyone? The assumption being the whole bus people left and this one blind guy just, <laughs> <laughs> just left him there. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, we do have to take a moment to pay our respects to uh, a character that we didn't get to know enough, uh, which is the poor driver, who, you know, was really, really brave and was like, you know, if you're taking Fisk down, yeah, I'm all in. And then he dies. And I was yeah. like, oh, poor driver. Yeah. We barely knew you. Seems like, let's go. And he's like, Matt's like, he's dead. What? Yeah, I was like, you seem like a good guy. Oh, I feel bad for you. He has a friend of Brett's. That's, that's good. <laughs> oh, so um, what about the moment where Matt leaps through the windscreen of the car? Yeah. That was amazing. Across <laughs> I was the like, dashboard. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm sure there's uh, there's better ways that won't possibly give you a concussion than that, Matt. <laughs> yeah. He's just showing off. It's like when he planked sideways. Yeah. It has no reason. Or when he yeah. was roly-polying last week, yeah. Sammy, for no reason. Parkouring and rolling around on the floor for no reason <laughs> when he could just walk. I don't... I don't understand. We were laughing about him doing that on the roof last week, where it's just him. No one else is watching it. All he has to do is get across this roof, and he does a little parkour roly-poly. Why? Listen, uh, <laughs> just showing off. When you got that daredeviling in your system, um, sometimes <laughs> you just got to daredevil. It's true. If you could parkour, then you should parkour. <laughs> <laughs> That's my my strategy in life. That's my new catchphrase. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a, a really great fight. And um, they get in this cab at the end, because which I like because obviously Matt knows that there's this abandoned that car. Line. He can hear the keys. Oh, yeah. It's a cab. And I love that he then realises it's a cab. And I'm sure our listener Rebecca was hoping that Moon Knight was sitting in the front seat. And was like, yes, I'll drive you there. It's me, Moon Knight. Winks at the camera. The audience cheers. That would be great. So the next time we see Matt is um, at the at the courthouse uh, when they he does uh, Nadim has done his testimony and then um, Matt hears the jurors speaking and one of the jurors is threatening the others, which is really bad. But I'm kind of like, well, yeah, like Brad said, like put in Plan B. Yeah. yeah. I know Plan B is to go and kill him, but you know, like maybe there's, you know. Also, why is this a juried um, item? I don't know, because I don't know how yeah, no the clue. justice system works. I have no clue. I feel like this is, like, it's way too... I, like, I don't understand what... I don't understand what level of an offense we're at and why there's a jury involved right now. I feel like it's... I mean, I know they're trying to rush things along, yeah. but... But it wouldn't... Because typically you would have a jury if you're trying to actually convict someone of a crime. Yeah. And I would think at this point they're not trying to convict Wilson Fisk of a crime. They're just trying to give the judge to reason him. to indict him and bring him in. Yeah. So yeah. there, yeah. there wouldn't be a jury. This makes no sense. I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, because you would, you I would think lawyer, like I don't know, but they call it a grand jury. <laughs> they call it a grand jury to bring an indictment. I. I, I, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know. No, I don't. I still don't. Yeah, I would have thought it would be the judge's decision, but I kind of am like, why doesn't Matt kind of do? I don't know. Why doesn't Foggy, who's more, I guess, respected in law at this point than Matt, say like, you know, I just, you know, Wilson Fisk has a lot of influence. Like, says to the judge, I have a feeling that the jury might be compromised or something. Yeah. I don't. I, like, there must be something you can do. Yeah, I'm just Googling grand jury. It says a jury of normally 23 jurors selected to examine the validity of an accusation before trial. Oh. 
I, I still don't necessarily know that grand jury. I, I just don't think this is this is the reasonable way this would be pursued. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Especially not with the level of corruption we're talking about. Seriously. And also, like, I don't think it should be in New York. Yeah. No, it should be yeah, jurisdiction yeah. and should have been like in a federal court somewhere else. Maybe Remember, guys, state. this is also the. I mean, the the Hell's Kitchen courthouse is not the most sensible courthouse because this is also the courthouse where like the Punisher was tried. Like Frank Castle was tried. Like what the day after he got arrested mm-hmm. <laughs> for like multiple murder yeah. counts. So Hell's Kitchen law, you know, is is wacky law. Um, and then we have the scene where Foggy and Matt and Nadim are in the bathroom and, and Nadim's vomiting. And this is when Matt's just like, nope, tried it your way. I'm going to do it my way. And he runs out of there. Uh, I appreciate like, oh, a dear. good terror vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't see it enough. <laughs> no. it maybe this reaction. means, maybe, it is TV, maybe Nadim is pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, his perfect knee hair didn't get, like... <laughs> I realized whose hair he has. I realized he does have Disney hair because he has the hair of Aladdin. Yes, out of like it's so yeah, it's so tussled and perfect and amazing, and I love it. Um, like yeah, if if Nadine Nadine must be pregnant because then also Karen last week had a nosebleed, that must mean she has a brain tumor. <laughs> Them's the TV rules. Okay, even though she's season a four. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, does, that, does that mean the painting has cancer, too? <laughs> the painting does have cancer. Oh, yeah. It's having that little oh, nosebleed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Matt, uh, next time we see him is sitting on uh, on um, the roof. This is in the next episode. Sitting on the roof in his costume, and we get that awesome shot of uh, Fisk's face opposite his. Matt's yeah. all in black, Fisk's all in white. Oh, I love that shot so much. Beautiful, such a good shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, everything in this between him and then the scenes with Fisk, which I know we'll talk about when we get to Fisk, but all of these mm-hmm. scenes, like pre-credit, are so beautiful. Everything's yeah. like so purposeful. It's it's just really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we find out Fisk has kidnapped Felix um, and decides to hang him upside down from a. <laughs> from uh, this was, building was like, and he's just sitting there like la 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 la, yeah, like, like that. Looked, I love it to me that looked like a very comic book image so I was going to ask mm-hmm. if that's something out of the comics oh he's yeah. definitely done that before okay because yeah. I was like it just yeah. looked like they took a picture and that was from straight out of a comic book there's a lot of comic book images in this series definitely that they've taken out um, I have a question about Felix like Felix was a character in Born Again storyline but when later on, when Fisk's talking to him and sort of saying, oh, you know, you protected Vanessa for this long and everything, I was like, why wasn't Felix Francis instead? Like, as a callback to season one? Because, you know, like, we had Francis, like, Tommy Walker oh, yeah. go off with Vanessa at the end. I was like, that would have been so cool if they brought him back. Like, just to bring back a character from season one, as opposed to this guy that we've never seen before. Maybe they couldn't get him. Maybe. I don't know. I shall ask him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'll hunt laughs> but I thought it would be really cool. Ask him. Hunt him down. Well, I mean, he's a previous guest of ours. I, mean, yeah, I can, so. I can hit him up on the old Facebook. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just like, it would have been good if it was if it was Francis. Um, 
So he questions him and he finds out Fisk's plan, which is to get married and charm New York society, I guess. Uh, and then he also talks plan. about... <laughs> it really is. Uh, and now for my secret plan. <laughs> I'm going to get married and be charming. <laughs> so, like, your previous plan was, like, uh, infiltrate the FBI and uh, uh, get yeah. released from prison, and now I'm going to be charming. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like Brad, there's a lot it's all, more it's all for love. and cunning than the, the previous plan. Charming. Charming time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the whole conversation ends with Vanessa in wherever. Seriously. So that yeah, was kind of strange, too. So. <laughs> uh, this is when Matt finds out about the murder of Julie. Remember Julie, guys? Yep. Yeah. She's dead. She <laughs> has literally been fridged. <laughs> yeah. Really. I think it was previously mentioned. I think maybe Nutty said... I hope Julie doesn't get fridged. And I was like, oh, Nutty, just wait. <laughs> like, it's as fridged as you can get. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, so Matt now has all this she info. She comes back for different scenes, though. I mean, she gets to She's attend the wedding. She gets to go on a nice trip. <laughs> she does get to attend the yeah, wedding. Yeah, she does. arrives at one. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that Dex didn't, like, take her in and, like, introduce her to the other guests and, like, That's where I dance with her. <laughs> I thought so he was going to prop her up or something like that. Seriously? And, like, oh, well, he so does say, Julie, and I wish you the very best. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I love Dex so much. <laughs> he's, such a, he's such a lunatic. <laughs> I love him. Uh, so now that Matt has this info, um, De- Dex gets this call from uh, Felix's phone. Matt's rung him up and he said, hey, I'm coming for you. Oh, and my suit, <laughs> which just really made me laugh. <laughs> and I want my suit too. <laughs> um, and uh, he goads him about the tapes. Which is great that he's just goading him, and then he mentions about Julie, and Matt says she's dead, killed by Fisk, and then he's like, uh, and here's the directions. And I like in this scene that even though Matt's wearing, and I haven't noticed this before, so I don't know if it's for the whole season. Um, you might know Megan. Even though Matt's wearing this like black outfit, he's got like a red t-shirt on underneath, mm-hmm. so you just get this little like flash of red sort of around his collar. I thought that was like a nice little nod to his yeah, that was his the, uh, red uh, costume. That red T-shirt that he got from the oh uh, yeah he got last week yeah from the donation bag yeah true at the church yeah I just like that you can see that T-shirt it's good and of course yeah. Maggie tossed it to him and of course yep he doesn't know what color it is but she's like here where this like, red here. yeah that's true no he he can, <laughs> he can smell the color. Don't worry. <laughs> well, in the in the first comic, in the first comic where he made his costume, Terry, he did say that the colours have different uh, feels. He can detect colour by the feel of it, because that's science, Tammy. That's science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now he's obviously upset, Dex. Uh, so Dex. Arrives at the address and Matt's watching and like Dex um, needs any more upsetting. His drones were like overwhelming. His little bees. <laughs> like a bee sound. I'm like, really? Yeah. Do we really need the sound effect to know that he's psychotic? I'm just like <laughs> I love the sound. 
I just like to think that it's because his head is just full of bees. Like, if you took the top of his skull off, there's just like a bees, <laughs> a, bit, a little bee Well, that whole there. conversation when they go back to uh, him talking about uh, killing all the birds with his shrink mm-hmm. and everything like that. What are you talking about? And then he talks about Dr. Mercer. You know, you're oh, going to so go good. where she is if you keep <laughs> on talking. Yeah. I love it. I thought it was like... Because obviously the whole thing is, you know, Matt can't kill anyone, and oh, Matt can't kill Fisk. And I like that in this scene, I don't know if I like it or not, in this scene, Matt basically sets Dex up to kill Fisk. Mm -hmm. He sends him after him. Yeah. Which I like because it's quite clever because it is going like, yeah, he's setting him up to kill him. But he's using him as a tool. It's it's sad because he's using him just as much as Fisk uses Dex. But, um... He's basically like, right, off you go, you go and kill him, and I'm going to follow just in case it doesn't work, and then there's, you know, now there's two of us to kill him. Um, yeah, also, I, it means we get that awesome, like, Daredevil versus Bullseye versus Kingpin fight, which is great. Yeah, I didn't know if Matt's expectation, though, was, I mean, I have no clue, but I didn't think that Matt's expectation was for Dex to kill him. I thought he was using Dex more as a, a tool to create chaos while he goes and kills him. Oh, yeah, well, that could be it as well. I mean, I who the heck knows? I don't know. They don't really say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A distraction at the wedding. Yeah. I, I really think, Fair enough. I think Matt was ready to just fucking kill Fisk. Like, <laughs> I just. Yeah. The rage was. He gets close. Yeah. He had, he had killed him in his heart already. <laughs> oh, I mean, ha- haven't we all, Tony? Haven't we all? Heart murder is the worst kind of murder. <laughs> yeah. Now, we need a jury to tell us if we should be indicted for our heart murders. Oh, man, I'm going to spend so much time in heart jail. <laughs> I tried so, to uh, for heart murder one time, and he just told me he couldn't do anything for me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so stupid. I can't. All right, keep going. <laughs> so Matt uh, changes into his stick stick cosplay, and he's kind of listening at what's going on at the hotel. And then he, I don't know why he's changed because like he just goes in there in his costume anyway. Yeah, I think. And then because he finds Lim in the car park and just sees Julie chilling in the car. Oh, Chilling, literally. It's so, funny. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love the bit where Dex opens the plastic, and it's just it's so creepy. And there's just her eyeballs staring at him. Yeah. It's so grotesque and awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so he's on his way into the hotel, creeps in the hotel, and makes his way up to. Uh, basically, follows Dex's trail of dead dudes and uh, follows him all the way up to the room where he bumps into Miss Shelby again and she's like oh you're back okay so uh, please explain Shelby a little bit because I just don't understand her like at all for this show so is she stuck in that room like is she not allowed to leave that room okay Uh, I guess yeah she was handcuffed I think so did chair. they force her to dress up for the wedding to be stuck in that room? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Was she dressed up? I didn't yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, a sparkly amazing. dress. And I was like, wait, so is she stuck? Okay, that's just very bizarre. She guessed she kept I thought it was weird, like, in the previous episode where, you know, when Matt leaves, he doesn't kill 
He doesn't wait in there and kill Fisk because he goes to help Karen. Yeah. And then she says, I'm going to have to tell him that you were here. Yeah. And I was like, or don't. Like, <laughs> why do you have to? I don't understand. Like, why? Yeah. And he tells her to turn off the elevator so nobody can get up there. So. Well, if, yeah, I mean, if, I like the it. thing is, if she doesn't tell him, the person that's uh, watching the computer monitor of her, um, they'll tell her. <laughs> right, exactly. There's like 12 people that are locked up, like in a circle. Oh, monetoception. With, amazing. By the way, there's like five computer monitors in that room. That's too many. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. look at that many monitors. Like, like three max. Let's test it. How many <laughs> monitors is everyone looking at at the moment? One, three. Me too. <laughs> but I, I like I can I, I have two at work and that's plenty. Yeah. Three threes if you want to get real crazy. More than that, you're just not you're not gonna be able to focus on anything. No, not at all. Yeah. And if you're like Ozzie Mandias at the end of Watchmen where you've got like a thousand screens, then I'm sorry, but you just you're just a fool. <laughs> or your screens, Ozzy Mandias. Or micro, yeah. Yeah, how does micro look at them all? Uh, so Matt gets into the uh, penthouse, and this is when we get the start of this awesome fight. Daredevil versus Kingpin. Yeah. And I was chill- yeah. I was cheering. I was bouncing up and down in my chair. I was so happy. I was grinning ear to ear, just even watching this the second time. Because it's so good. Oh, I love it so much. It and then we have Dex show up with an almighty smirk, which is great. He has the best smirk. And we get the three-way fight. And this, I just think it's so good. It's so good. I've just written in my notes, so good, so good, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And shout we get the... Uh, shout out to Chris Brewster, as always, and the whole team. I don't know who's the double for Wilson Bethel or um, Vincent D'Onofrio. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I mean, they're all awesome. <laughs> they're all so good. I just love the way Kingpin fights like a goddamn gorilla. Yeah, I know. So good. He went totally method with that one, I think. I think he's just like... Because he can. He's just like, he's so big. I love the moment where the the chandelier drops and then uh, Matt grabs two of the chandelier shards to use as his billy clubs and then Dex is throwing the other shards at him and he's just like... Like deflecting them. (laughs) That was so comic book. No, no, no. What happened in yeah. the bulletin, that's all. Like, yeah. yeah. The, best, the best thing about that scene is, while he's deflecting them, Vanessa's in the background and just watching yeah. things fly. I know. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is. It's like, oh my it's god, great. there's two of them. Whoa, 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 it's over there now. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, and then we, uh, we get uh, Matt versus Fisk. And Matt completely letting loose, and Fisk is just letting him, and yeah. we find out it's because yeah. he kill is just me. like, yeah, kill me, kill me, whatever, kill you know. Me. And Matt, oh, I mean, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are so amazing. They're so amazing. Yes, in this scene. they are. And when it, when uh, Matt's just yelling at him, and he's like, I beat you, and yeah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And even, like, it, Matt even, like, goes to break his neck and can't. Yeah. It's just screaming in frustration. I, guys, I got a bit emotional watching this, not going to lie. I was just, because it's the last season, but also this Daredevil fan is so happy. I love this yeah. season so much. Yeah, me too. So good. Yeah. Like, yeah, so good. 
uh, and um, and then Matt even shows him his face, and he's just like, "Yeah, come on, bitch, yeah, whatever." I, what are you gonna that, do? Oh, I love, I love <laughs> yeah. that he like unmasked himself, even though you know we all know that Fisk already knows who he is. Doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but it does matter. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. And um, basically says to him, you know, if you uh, if you hurt Ka- uh, Karen or Foggy or um, reveal my secret then I will go after Vanessa and I will make it known that she is the one that ordered Agent Nadim's yeah. uh, death, which I was like, I don't know how you're going to prove that, Matt, but okay, fair enough. <laughs> like, I mean, Felix is in custody, um, you know, and everyone else thinks that, uh, you know, Nadim was, uh, was this bad guy um, until the video comes out anyway. But uh, yeah, it's so good. And uh, Fisk agrees to it. And then Matt leaves and he gets his heroic kind of pose at the top of the stairs when Brett's like, that's Daredevil. I love that because you know what that does is that clears Matt and and the Mm -hmm. real Daredevil from being part of, you know, everything that's happened. Well, not everything. They still stole that cab, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You don't want it to be taken. You shouldn't be leaving it out with the keys in there. No. Exactly. What are you doing? Yeah. Federal agent um, confiscated. Yeah. A disgraced federal yeah. agent. Well-known criminal federal agent. <laughs> the N in Nadim stands for naughty. <laughs> uh, I realize that it's not an initial, but I don't care. <laughs> Um, I love that Matt and uh, Fisk shake hands. Oh, so good. I love it. Neither of them want to do that, but they do. Yeah, it's but great. isn't there, I don't know if it was a, a fan drawing where they had both of them facing each other, shaking Oh, yeah, facing each other. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think that's from the comics. I just it can't was? Think oh, okay. I think. I can't remember. I've got a terrible memory. <laughs> um, so next time we see Matt is when he's crouching at the on the church rooftop being a, a creeper. Um, every time and then, I see that, it's just because I'm old, but like my knees hurt every time I see how much they're fat and he's sitting like that. I was like, yeah. ugh, how do you well, even get up also, after that? Like, he's so sore. He's also in shape and he's 36. Yeah. So like, yeah. That's it, yeah. Also, all of him hurts all the time, surely. <laughs> yeah. It is the least of his problems. Yeah. Um, how pretty does Maggie... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I climbed a hill the other day, and I'm still recovering. Like... <laughs> I'm just try- imagining this tiny hill. Like, uh, it wasn't tiny. It was quite big, yeah, um, but I, I am still recovering. Because my my knees hurt. I have to tell you something as well, because I know you love dogs, Brad and Tammy. I'm going to tell you something really quick. Sorry, Megan. Um, so we're climbing this hill, and it's it's very steep on the way back up. Um, and when we were at the bottom of the hill, uh, my sister had brought along these two dogs that she's look. Uh, one of her, one's her dog, and she's looking after this other dog called Ruby, who loves nothing more than playing fetch. And whenever you take her for a walk, she will find an abandoned tennis ball, like wherever you go, she'll find one. So, yeah, at the bottom of this hill, she found a ball, a pink ball, and wanted to play fetch. So my dad was playing fetch with her for quite a a while, because my dad's good at kicking the ball, you know, really far. 
and she'd run after it and then she'd run back up to my dad and put it at his feet and then want him to kick it again. So we're playing it for a while. But then we have to climb this hill because we have to climb the hill to get back to the, the car. So we're climbing this hill, this really, really steep hill. And uh, Ruby still wants to uh, to play fetch, but none of us can play fetch with her because we're climbing up this damn hill. So Ruby then decides, she picks up the ball in her mouth, runs ahead of us, sits on the path and puts the ball on the path and watches it roll down the hill and then goes and gets it. Yes, Ruby started playing fetch with herself and it was amazing. Okay, it was amazing. Missed. I don't need you anyway. I got this. Yeah, I got this. It was so sweet. And she just kept doing it and just running past us, just watching this ball roll down the hill. <laughs> It was amazing. Sorry, I had to tell you. Yeah, it's so cute. I love dogs. <laughs> Cats rule, dogs drool. Mm. <laughs> uh, how pretty does uh, Maggie look in this next scene with her hair down? With Matt? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why it is that you can have your hair down now that Father Lantham's dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, what does that say? Habit. Yeah, yeah. Habit. He, he made her wear the habit. Mm. Um, and they have all the red candles on display in this scene. Um, and I really like this scene between her and, and Matt. And I like that it doesn't end up with her, him being like, mother, and like hugging her, because yeah. that would be very strange. Um, but they they talk about forgiveness. And then I feel like this line was put in just for Brad and Tammy. And I'm glad that you're here for this line, Brad. Because if listeners don't know, Brad, Tammy and I used to do a podcast about the show The X-Files. Uh, yeah, it was in <laughs> In which we discussed Chris Carter's writing of the mythology of X-Files like a beautiful tapestry that one day we would all understand. Mm. So when we got the line, God's plan is like a beautiful tapestry, I, I laughed. I barely laughed for about a minute. Oh, yeah. I, I actually wrote a note. I was like, his plan is a beautiful tapestry. What a dick. Oh, seriously. <laughs> fuck this God and fuck Chris Carter. <laughs> I feel like that line was just in it for, you, for oh. us guys. <laughs> it had what to be um, right the last season. Oh my god, that was a mess. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, oh X Files. Yeah. Uh, and this is where Matt goes. You know, I've always been angry at God, but maybe being abandoned by everyone I ever loved <laughs> and know. orphaned and Your blinded trip. and and have a building dropped on me and. Uh, you know, blinded in it as everything. Maybe that was his plan all along. What a terrible plan. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better, Matt. Well, Drew <laughs> okay, buddy. Pussy, so, you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, next scene, we get Father Lantern's funeral, and Matt does the eulogy, and it's I think it's really sweet, and I love it, and he's kind of getting choked up, and I'm getting choked up because this episode's coming to an end, and it's the last one, and I'm getting sad. And we get the uh, moment where he refers to himself as wanting to be a man without fear. Because he's dead up with a man without fear! Yeah! <laughs> That's for us geeks. <laughs> um, Matt and Karen exit church, and Matt is glad that she opened up. Um, so maybe romantic stuff in the future? We'll never know, sadly. Oh, what a shame. Fan this is where she hooks up with Frank in the next season of Punisher, and we're all like, no! No! <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so Matt uh, goes to Nelson Meets for this party. Uh, Karen tries to steal his whiskey. 
which was weird. Yeah. Foggy's like, no, put his whiskey back. <laughs> it's like, that was really yeah, strange. Yeah, he's hurting. <laughs> exactly. Um, we find out that Tammy flipped on Fisk. Well yeah. done, Tammy, I'm proud of you. I like to do flips. <laughs> <laughs> you like to do flips just like Matt does across the rooftops. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt is moving back into his apartment, and Karen and Foggy teasing me like, oh, so Matt, you know, Matt Murdoch's alive now, is he? <laughs> and it's really cute, and he calls them his friends. And my heart grows three sizes in my chest because I'm just like, oh my god, it's <laughs> And Foggy creates the new napkin, Nelson, Murdoch and Paige. Oh, and they all toast and it's adorable. And that's the last time we see my Murdoch. The end. <laughs> uh, any other notes on Matt? No, hmm? I don't have. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk about... Is there anything with Karen and Foggy we want to talk about? I mean, there's stuff with Foggy. Karen we've kind of covered. Foggy I got think. a lot of coffee during the whole season. Foggy Foggy got all the coffee. I mean, um, yep. Yeah, the only notes I have really for Karen is... When will Karen take a shower? Uh, <laughs> she wants Fist dead. I mean, like, I have very basic notes. There's nothing <laughs> that I have really for her. One of my notes about her and Ellison when she goes to find Ellison is, what is a, a knish? I've never heard of that before. Oh, it's good. Oh, good. What is it? <laughs> it's basically a potato, but like, it's a baked, but it's not a baked potato. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a it's little like fried potato pastry. With, yeah, uh... It's almost like if Ooh. you took mashed potatoes and then you fried the mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh. So good. Oh, that sounds good. It's okay. delicious. With like chives and sour cream. Mm, and, yeah. Oh. Mashed nice. potato, caramelized onions, and dough. It's wrapped in dough. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And that's I'm just Googling it. I have no idea. I, I have another note about um, Karen and Ellison, which made me laugh, is when um, the jury decides not to indict Fisk, Karen and Ellison are kind of running away from the press conference. And there's this journalist that, like, shoves a microphone in their face. And, and Ellison just goes, screw you, Jerry. And I was like, oh, poor Jerry. Working for Fist anyway. I was like, Jerry's, Jerry's just doing his job, poor guy. He's got to make, make a living. Or <laughs> fake news Jerry. Um, fake news Jerry. Uh, the only notes about Foggy as well I have, really, is that Foggy is awesome in the, these episodes where he comes up with all these plans, apart from he's got his too much faith in the law. Um, and at the end, um, you know, he he keeps his deal with Blake, and I love it. And um, and him and Marcy are the cutest, and he's going to... She supports him that he's going to go back to Nelson and Murdoch, and I'm going to cry. And uh, his parents are moving to Tampa. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I've been to Tampa. I, I don't know. <laughs> It's where all... I live in Florida, so that's where all the old people go, so... <laughs> I guess. But Tampa? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tampa-ish. I'm in Fort Myers, so... Yeah. Oh. West Coast. Like Sarasota, Clearwater, but I yeah. guess on like TV terms, they're not going to know any of those places. No. Tampa, which is no. closest, I guess. Yeah. Remember that Tampa is where the middle Punisher movie took place. And uh, Frank Castle was fighting crime in Tampa, <laughs> which is really funny. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> right. Who should we talk about next? We can talk about um, Nadim and Dex or Fisk and Vanessa. Uh, 
Let's shoot a demon decks and leave. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Glass. Nadine! My favorite thing. Um, I love when Fist says, Nadine! Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, my favorite thing was when he was talking to Nadim while in pajamas in bed. Oh, so <laughs> in front of the whole mansion in front of wallpaper. The whole mansion wallpaper. <laughs> what do you think, Nadim? <laughs> I'm just reading up on this story. It's called Grim Grinning Ghosts About to Play. <laughs> I was finishing a crossword puzzle before I go to sleep. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but that scene was delightful. So good. Yeah, kind of like unrelated. That kind of voice. I think he kind of used. Remember in Men in Black when he played the bug? Yeah. That's what it kind of sounds like a blend of sugar, water, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Um, <laughs> sorry. Okay, so. Um, uh, Nadim, I mean, okay, there's all the stuff obviously with Matt we've kind of covered from Matt's point of view, but we get the stuff with Nadim from when he, you know, punches Foggy out in the, the bathroom. And I think because at that point he's realised that, you know, this plan is not going to work. He's basically, as long as, like he says to Dex, as long as he's alive, his family's in danger. And he comes up with this plan that actually ends up kind of solving everything. Uh, going back to his house, and um, I want to talk a little bit. Oh God, sorry. Sorry. Back to when his family was uh, going to what's his face's mom's house. So like, oh cool. They have him and his wife Seema have this argument mm-hmm. that everyone can hear, right? Yes. She is yelling at him in this bedroom, and then she talks about how how scary it was for them to be hiding in the bathtub, and she says, uh. She goes, I don't, she goes, I wanted, what is that kid's name? Sammy. I wanted Sammy Sammy. to die first so he wouldn't have to see me die. And I'm like, what? Wow. What? It was just so like, it was so weird. And she's yelling it in this room. And I'm like, I hope Sammy does it over here. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. Sammy's the chillest kid ever. We talked about that last week. He's so calm. Yeah. I guess maybe he'd be like, like, yeah, I guess you're right, mom. I should have died first. (laughs) <laughs> like, hey, hey Sammy, why don't you put on those headphones, buddy? Put on those headphones for a second. Why don't you just uh, turn, up that, turn up that game a little bit? Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. The whole thing was like, uh, yeah. I mean, sure, he screwed up, but I would think she would be more concerned about the fact that mm-hmm. they're being hunted right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Not being I kind of, I, li- I like the, I like the fact that it doesn't end well for them. Like, even though she goes to the FBI, it's not because she's sort of forgiven him for everything no, you know like she okay. says like they probably no matter what happened they were going to split up by the looks i like that they don't make it like a really happy ending it's it's really sad um we get check we get chekhov's pool before that or you know yeah place where a pool is going to be well that's, as soon as that's we see the first episode we heard about the pool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> As soon as you saw him standing there, oh sorry, go on, Brad. I want a flashback where we find out that somehow like Fisk like put the put the idea of a pool in Nadine's own kitchen. Like we see like um we see them like on on a park bench like waiting for a bus and like Fisk is wearing a fake mustache like "Hmm, warm day sure would be nice to have a pool. (laughs) Anyway, good day. (laughs) Good idea. 
oh, that would be beautiful. I would love that. So I would love that Fisk's only disguise is a fake mustache. Just a fake mustache. He's like the size of a house. Oh, I love it. Um, so as soon as you saw uh, Nadim standing by the the pool after going back to the house, Tammy, were you like, oh, he's gonna die? Yeah. I mean, it might have been spoiled in a previous episode that I edited out, but <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you knew that he was going to die. I theoretically didn't get spoiled of where it happened, so... <laughs> yes. Um, so I love that Nadim tries to get uh, Dex on side and, like, tries to almost kind of save him, you know? But Dex is like, nah, <laughs> I like being evil. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel more alive, um, kind of like Electra. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, and then Nadine basically commits suicide by Dex. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really sad. Like he's yeah. so good. In, suicide so by good Dex. In these also known as murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it makes me sad because he's just he's he was so good in the role. Um, and of course he manages to get his revenge after. After the case, because I did not know this about, you know, if you record a statement or something and it's, you know, you believe you're going to die, then it's admissible in court. I feel like, again, this is just one of those other things that I'm like, oh, what if I'm dying and I just want to, like, tell people Brad murdered a bunch of people? Like, is that admissible Yeah, me, you're not supposed to tell. Like, Like, it just seems like such a weird law. I'm not saying that that's not a law. I just think it's a very strange law that just because someone thinks they're dying that yeah should believe that, that's weird to me. Well, and it's not that they believe it. It's just that it, it doesn't get it's automatically it, thrown out as hearsay. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actual testimony. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I'm if sorry if this is someone's quote, but when he starts off the video and he says, Hey, beautiful, it's me. <laughs> I was like, who's he talking to? He's talking to you, Tammy. I guess. Because yes, when he was recording it, it, it was the mirror in front of him, and I'm like, is he talking to himself? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's finally noticed blocks. how beautiful his hair is. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. He I love him. Is. I mean, we do tease him a lot about his yeah. beautiful hair, but, oh, he's such a good actor. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, everyone is kicking it, like, kicking it, hitting it, hitting it out the park. Is that a term? I don't know. Hitting it out the park. Um, like, in this season. It's so good. Apart from maybe the kid who plays Sammy, because he's too calm. <laughs> and it's scary. Okay. I think yeah. he might be a pod person. Uh, my, my other note on Nadim was just, he really did not have to punch Foggy out. He probably could just have run past him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, well, that was yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> But it was funny. It was, it was funny. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the scene with Foggy and Seema. I just want to mention that really yeah. quick. Oh, it's really sad. <laughs> when we actually watched the whole video of, like, Nadim's testimony, I'm like, and when he's telling his wife, you know, to cut, don't trust anyone in the FBI, I, like, was tearing up. It was so sad. Mm, yeah. He did such a good job. Were you also, did you also tear up, Tammy, when you realised that Dex must have gone and murdered Leslie Ann Warren for that painting? Yes. Oh, my God. My note on that was he yeah. is the worst. And he yes. is not a good painter. Telling <laughs> a Holocaust yeah. survivor. Yeah. 
Oh, like last week, like, and I know I haven't released it yet, but we were discussing like how good she is in that scene mm-hmm. and how, yeah, just how good she was. And it's like, oh, and I think you guys were like, oh, I'm so glad that he didn't take the painting and everything. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> yeah, but um, you can tell it's because, you know, he's like, I want to be your favourite. I want to be the new James Wesley. <laughs> Oh, love gosh. me, this love me. But then this is like it's going backwards oh, with um, yeah. her and Vesca Karen and Vesca. Yeah. I killed Wesley. So good. And I'm like, oh my god, he was just like sitting there. I'm like, why didn't he just like try to kill her? Yeah, snap her like a little Twink. cocktail stick. Yeah. The um the whole thing with like bull like bullseye or Dex being. Um, jealous is from the comics as well because originally the reason he killed Elektra is because he was kind of jealous that she was Kingpin's favourite assassin and not him, so he killed her so he would be the favourite so he's he's got issues Tammy. He really does he really Um, really does (laughs) it's really hard that's just really really hard oh so good (laughs) so uh, Tammy, what do you want to say about um, uh, Julie in the car? I mean, what is there to say about poor Julie in this car? I, uh, <laughs> it was very like Norman Batesy, <laughs> like yeah, just the, just like them pulling up like in a daredevil suit with a frozen body. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was funny. It was very funny, and I didn't want to laugh but I had to yeah I don't know if out of nervousness yes. I I don't know it's just so weird the whole thing and he's so good at the, playing this character so good I love the bit where he just goes up on stage <laughs> just, yeah I thought he was gonna start singing or something <laughs> I don't know, it's just so weird. And I love, um, there's a moment in the fight at the end, um, with like the three-way fight, where he falls on the, it's just before um, Fisk breaks his back on the pillar, and like Dex falls back onto the the floor or the sofa or something, and he sort of looks upside down at Vanessa and just grins at her. It was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah, it was, I, I don't know, it just really made me laugh. Um, yeah, and Kingpin picks him up and like break, sticks him right in that pillar and breaks his back. So crazy! I'm like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> well, he did not say that because he can't feel a thing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. So they did this in the Daredevil movie as well, but in a different way, in which Colin Farrell flew out of a window uh, after like. Daredevil pushed him or something, and then he lands on the cop car and broke like every bone in his body. Um, in the comics, uh, and I'm going to say it now because we don't have Easter egg section now. Thank you, Den of Geek. Um, in the comics, um, Matt kind of refuses to save his life. He'd already saved Bullseye's life once, and uh, he's got Bullseye by the hand, and they're dangling from this uh, clothesline thing, and then Bullseye gets dropped and falls, and that's how he breaks his back. So it's actually kind of Daredevil that does it, which is why he sort of swears vengeance on Daredevil, or he hates him even more. Whereas here it's Kingpin. I kind of wish it was related more to Daredevil to set them up as, to set up his hatred of Matt more, 
um, because in this it's, it's it doesn't feel so personal if they were going to do a fourth season. It's more that he blames, you know, he thinks Matt killed Julie, but I mean, by the end, he knows that it wasn't Matt. He knows it was Fisk. So there's not that kind of real personal hatred for for Matt Murdock that you get in the comics. Yeah. Um, but it also wouldn't have fit if it was Matt that, that did that to him. Um, and then we see Dex right at the end in a post-credit set, <laughs> post-credit scene I really don't like <laughs> because I find it really cheesy. I don't know what you guys think. Oh, with the bullseye in his eye. Yeah. Yeah, that was Where it kind of, like, shows, yeah, him getting surgery. Go on, Tammy. I was going to say, but I guess if they were thinking of creating him yeah. to be the regular bullseye, didn't they, they would have needed that scene. They, when... they would have. I just didn't like the way it was done. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I thought it was a bit cheesy. Um, the zoom in's just, pretty hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the zoom in mostly. I was like, I, I just thought, oh, I wonder if that doctor before they started working on his back had implanted that in his eye first, <laughs> like to make an aesthetic <laughs> change, you know, so he didn't look the same. Uh, <laughs> I have trivia about the doctor. Yeah, the doctor's name is Doctor Oyama. In the comics, he's Doctor Kenji Oyama, who is also known as oh. His Lord name's got Darkwind. out of my head. Lord Darkwind, that's it. He's a character from the comics. He's like a I just really villain. like that name. Lord Darkwind. Lord Darkwind. Darkwind. <laughs> Lord Darkwind Duck. That's <laughs> totally Rift Tracks I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um and he he's uh, he recruited uh, Bullseye as his assassin at some point. Um, and in the comics also, uh, Bullseye got an adamantium spine, and so could run around and walk again and do all sorts. Well, I guess um, that Lord uh, Darkwind is the one that came up with however adamantium connects to bone tissue or something. Yeah, so, with Wolverine and all Yeah. That. Yeah. So, yeah. he's like, um, a deal. <laughs> Can we also say that it's uh, they really missed a trick with uh, in the final scene or the final episode, sorry, with Dex throwing something and then just going bullseye because <laughs> that's all I wanted. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, the eyeball bit too cheesy for me, but I'm totally up for him going bullseye. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Right, let's talk about Fisk and Vanessa because Tammy, you did, you thought. You thought up until very recently, oh, yeah. as in last week, we would not see Vanessa. <laughs> tell me, tell me your thought process when she got off that helicopter. I was shocked. I was in shock. I did not think we would see her at all because I just thought like it was unnecessary to see her. I mean, it was fun and I enjoyed seeing her, but I thought I don't know if it was really necessary to see her. I think this could have all been done without her. <laughs> I don't know. I loved seeing her. And, oh, go on, Brad. No, I loved it. What's crazy to me is because I, I haven't, I you know, I finished watching this a while back now, um, mm-hmm. and just rewatching these two episodes, I didn't realize she was only in the last two because like so me much too, shit yeah. happens in these last two episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. I when she showed up when she got off the helicopter, I was I was really surprised. Then when it looked like we were getting the storyline where she's like, oh. That you know the the romance of sort of being with him or the promise of being with oh, him was yeah. more alluring than the reality when it looked like it was going that way. I was like, oh no! I was really like, oh, oh god! But then when it took that twist where she's basically just like, I want to know everything. 
that's when I was like, ooh, yeah. I like this. Yeah, like, she's, she's that was great. She's darker than he is. She's definitely yeah. darker to me than, than he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. in that sense that because she's so unassuming, it makes her so much more dangerous than he is. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm almost glad we're not getting another season because I don't know what else you could do with Fisk. Like, he has to go off the table I, that's for a it. while. Yeah. But I could definitely see her being, like, the villain. Mm-hmm. And she's been the villain in the comics before. Yeah. Um, as has their child... Um, so the moment when she picks the corsage for Fisk's white suit, which was awesome, and it's a rose, uh, in the comics their son Richard uh, was known as the villain the rose. Ah. Say. A nod to that, I guess. Um, I love I love Vanessa in this episode, or these mm-hmm. episodes. She's, oh, she's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, even when she sees, like, the blood on the painting and doesn't really isn't disgusted at all or shocked by it. She's just more like, uh, is uh, he going to be a problem for us? You know, talking about Bullseye because he might be unpredictable. She was right on the money. She yeah, was she killed his, Oh, he killed his dreams about, uh, Dex's dreams about being the next James Wesley. Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't really know what else to talk about with Fisk and Vanessa. We've kind of covered most of it, apart from they their plan is just to have this big wedding, which is kind of crazy, and they invite everyone, including um, including Rosalie, who we love. Um. So, question, because I just I haven't gone back to check. Um. Is he no? Does he not get into the full white suit until Vanessa's back? Uh, well, he, he wears a white suit before, but with a black shirt. But this okay. is the first time he's worn the all white shirt. Is his uh, is his wedding? Suit, okay, basically right, so i like the fact that they like they have him in a white you know like cause obviously everyone wants mm-hmm. to see him in the white suit and we finally got it in season one of him in the white suit yeah. but it ends up being his prison garb and then in this season everyone's waiting for him to be in the white suit and it ends up being his wedding yeah suit, great. which is great. really cool yeah great. i love it it's great um also like she looks so beautiful in that yeah. dress oh my god yeah and I'm not um, usually one for those kind of that style of dress where they add like extra hip fabric. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I just I don't care for it. I don't understand it. It looks like they're about to fly away. But she looked very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, there was something I've just looked at my notes. There was one thing with Dex that I wanted to mention that I forgot to, which was I love the moment where Foggy goes to the FBI and takes a selfie with Dex to put yeah, on Facebook. Oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so all the police I just know where I am. <laughs> yeah. Smile. <laughs> so good. And Dex's face is just like me. What? Um, I love later, um, be- just, you know, at the the sort of toasts and everything and the first dance, when everyone uh, starts watching this video of um, Nadine and Fisk's kind of freaking out a bit and Vanessa says to him, you know, be smart now, be angry later. Yeah. And it's like, you're right, you're right. Like, um, she's so dangerous and he's like, a, he, I mean, because he's obviously super smart as well, but he's like a weapon, you know, like a blunt instrument, but she's kind of intelligent as well and knows like where to point it you know well yeah just the fact that she's the one that calls the hit for nadine like yeah he's like i, I you know what we'll just let him go like who cares she's like no let's just kill him yeah it's crazy yeah because the way fist saw it is no one's gonna believe him so it doesn't really matter in fact he's gonna look like the crazy person she's just like nah. yeah. <laughs> i don't 
I like that plan. <laughs> and when Matt's kind of going full crazy on Fisk, it's Vanessa like begging him to stop hurting. Stop this yeah like i love i love their relationship so much like wow. i really they're such a mismatched couple like in some ways but i really believe it like i really believe what she sees in him and what he sees in her yeah because they're both completely complete monsters you know but i yeah, I, I, I love I would it love to hear what her backstory is like especially like i before i was intrigued by her just because of how interested she was in everything that Fisk did and mm-hmm. she saw it as a strength versus him being a monster and especially with these two episodes I was like oh I want to know like what has she killed someone before has she had people killed before has she yeah. been the cause of it you know because like you know Dex didn't necessarily always straight out kill people like he talked that guy into killing his dad or whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like what did she do things like that I, I just, I want to know. I want to see what she's been up to for the past couple of months. Oh, she's just been hanging yeah. out in Spain. I want to yeah, hang I out feel like she's been up. I feel like she's been up the hijacks in secret. I'm so lonely, Wilson. I'm so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, what they would have, um, if they would have explored her backstory in the next season, if it had happened, you know, if they were going to make her. Because I feel like they would have had to have maybe had Bullseye's the A villain next season but you can't have him as the main villain you need i think that's what season two in some ways was was lacking in that you didn't have this you know like this figure like this arch nemesis like um kingpin you know you had punisher and electra who were more anti-heroes than villains mm. um yeah so I don't, I don't know how else they could have done it unless you had lord Darkwind, tammy <laughs> Um, I also thought, and uh, nothing came of this, but he, so when he goes to fight and everything, he gives Vanessa his jacket to go run yes, outside, yeah. and I was like, I wonder if there's like something in his pocket or there's because one of those knife-proof jackets. It's bulletproof. Yeah, it's bulletproof. Oh, it's Melvin bulletproof. Potter made it <laughs> before yeah. he went to jail. Because you see, you see like Bullseye throwing stuff at him, and it just bounces off the jacket. Oh, okay. So ah. he gives it to Vanessa, and then. And then as soon as he's given it to Vanessa, um, Dex is throwing stuff at him, and he's getting that's when he gets stabbed. Ah. Because he hasn't got the jacket to protect himself on his top half. Like, the, I guess the trousers are... I don't know. Yeah. You'd think he would have yeah, made cool. the whole suit like that, but okay. <laughs> just make the jacket like that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. I didn't, um, I didn't catch that. I just was like, what is up with this jacket that he wants to make sure Vanessa has it before she runs off? Because he's like, it really goes with your outfit, Vanessa. Uh, one last note I want to say about this scene as well is um, I love that the last shot we get of this painting that's kind of, you know, oh, the painting has yeah. kind of always symbolised the sort of the love between Fisk and Vanessa, I guess. And it's just splattered with blood. I just thought that was really nice. Matching like the blood splatters on Fisk in his white suit. I just thought it was nice. Nice. That's symbolism, guys. Symbolism. <laughs> Uh, right, any other notes? I think that's all I got. Well, in that case, we don't have Easter eggs, unless you have some oh, more Easter eggs. I've got an uh, Easter egg. Megan? Oh, go on. Um, hold up, hold up, hold up, let me get out of here. Um, in, in the, uh, well, have you done this one yet? In the, uh, um, in the, uh, boxing ring, um, the mm-hmm. poster. Oh, the Crusher Creel one? No, the, uh, um, uh, Morales Parker. No. 
Oh, well, there's a poster Morales there. Paco. There's, a, there's a fight between uh, Parker and Morales. That's cool. Which oh. is the better Spider-Man. That's really cool. Maybe they're doing that as a little nod to into the Spider-Verse. Although I don't know why, because they're completely different companies. But that's quite cool. Uh, oh, we're never going to see Daredevil Spider-Man interact, guys. We're never going to see... Oh. Well, I'm, never I'm just gonna feel see sad Black now. Widow and Daredevil interacting. Oh, it'd be so hot. Oh yeah, that would be so amazing. We're never Sorry, gonna Karen. see Typhoid Mary. We're never gonna see Typhoid Mary and Matt interact. Mm-hmm. Makes oh, me sad. Yeah. It makes me sad. Okay, well, now in that case, it's time for quotes. Uh, Brad, do you want to go first? Do you have any quotes apart from Nadim? Oh, that's my only quote. Nadim. <laughs> 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 Vanessa. Uh, Megan, do you have a quote? Oh, the I beat you, I beat you. (laughs) And the rage scream. That's all. (laughs) So good. Oh, so good. Uh, I've got one that is, uh, I'm going to say to Tammy, because in the show it is Dex that says it to Tammy, which is, suck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it up, Tammy. I've got a Dex one as well. I need a tissue for all the tears I'm crying over my <laughs> shitty childhood. Oh, I love that yeah, one so much. I also that. like yeah. that whenever those hives of bees show up, my TV always says it's self-droning, and I'm like, that's not self-droning. <laughs> yeah, that's hardcore droning. Uh, if it gets any louder, he's going to have like a flashback to a plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have to shut the TV off, so I'm glad. Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> no, never again. I have a quote from, uh, who is it? Oh, it's Marcy, I think. Is it Marcy? No, it's Fisk. No, it's Vanessa. Right, it's Vanessa, sorry. I was trying to work out who it was. Um, It's Vanessa who is talking about, um, because Fisk says he doesn't know if he deserved her because he's broken, and then she said, everyone's broken, all you can do is find the person whose broken pieces fit with yours. I was like, aww. And then I have another one in which Brett calls uh, Fisk a bald asshole. So there's yeah. two different quite nice. types of quotes. <laughs> I, I have the Vanessa one where Fisk, like, she, it was like the first night she came home and he was trying to like just do everything for her. And she goes, <laughs> Thank you. This is all so generous. And I was like, aww. <laughs> and the way she said it, I was like, is not into you anymore, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, like, she was probably scared because that place was uh, such a huge danger to catch on fire because there were so many <laughs> damn candles. <laughs> Not as many candles as there was in the crypt at the end with all the red candles, I think, in the oh, no, northern no. hemisphere. I, oh. I don't know. I've never seen that many candles since I watched an 80s music video. Uh, oh, and I've I got have... a quote from oh. Matt. Oh, go on, Tammy, oh, you go first. Oh, okay. Uh, my one from Matt is, uh, what? Oh, he just wrote all of our names, didn't he? <laughs> oh, that was cute. Uh, uh, mine is also a Matt quote, and it's Dex. Julie wouldn't approve of you killing people. <laughs> He's such an he really is. I love it. <laughs> I uh, I also like, and I didn't mention it, that uh, Matt mentions Jessica Jones yeah. in the last scene. Yeah where he says about uh, Karen being a great investigator and way more stable than Jessica Jones. Yeah, I was like, That's yes! Great. Right, 
any more quotes, guys? She might be a better invest, like, she might be more stable than Jessica, which is actually questionable when it comes to Karen, but she's <laughs> definitely not going to be a better investigator, so. <laughs> right, now it's time to rate these episodes. Um, Brad, you may go first. Um, Friend? Yeah, this, I mean, this whole season has been really rad. Um, like, I knocked this out in a very short period of time, I feel like. Um, and I just can't believe all this stuff is in the last two episodes, because it's there's a lot. So yeah. I think these are a, definitely a solid two episodes. Um, I, and also, we didn't really mention how much of a surprise this whole wedding thing was. I, I don't think we... There was, like, no lead-up to the fact that there was going to be a wedding episode. <laughs> And I love the fact that it ends with the wedding episode. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, for the first one, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, hey, let's nine, nine out of ten, and the second one I'll give a ten out of ten. Nadims. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, Regan. Seems so final, like they were wrapping up I know. ends, and then you hear about the cancellation. Just like, hmm, was Marvel like telling Netflix to, you know, make sure it seems like a final episode, um, final season? But uh, yeah, definitely. It does. So. I mean, sorry, Megan, to interrupt, yeah, but it's something I was thinking I didn't mention when we got to the scene. Like, like it does feel like. When we get to before we get to the um, the final final bullseye scene, it does feel like it could be a series finale as well as a season. Like right. I don't know what you guys think about that. Like if you guys thought that, I I, I kind of picked up on that after watching it, and it was a bit like, mm-hmm. uh oh, you know. Um, yeah, when it was. I don't know if you guys felt the same. For yeah. For this. Yeah. So I was just looking over it all, and I'm like. Everything's like wrapped up in a neat, you know, bow here. So what, you know, what, what's really going on here? And then you hear the conflicting reports about whether mm. Marvel knew or Marvel didn't know, or you know, all that, all that crap. So um, I probably give like the twelve was awesome. Thirteen was kind of like wishy-washy especially at the end i kind of agree with you claire about the whole napkin thing like oh, <laughs> you know such a happy ending and it kind of feel, felt like anticlimactic i'm like okay well what's gonna happen next you know and, but the action was amazing i'd probably give it i give it a nine out of ten both of them i give it a nine out of ten nice awesome uh Tamalama Ding Dong. Uh, I liked the last episode the best. Um, I thought the episode, uh, okay, these numbers, episode 12 was a good episode. It was a solid episode, but I felt like it was all just set up for the last episode. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I gave that episode an eight and a half out of ten shots to the head. Uh, and then the uh, last episode, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it like wrapped everything up in a nice, neat little bow. And I love when things get wrapped up, and I don't have to wonder about anything. I like that kind of stuff. I don't <laughs> want to have to wonder what happens next or be pissed off. I mean, because I kind of feel like at the end of Iron Fist specifically, I'm like, 
Well, that was a terrible ending to that show. Because <laughs> uh, they obviously had so much they set up for the future. And mm. that's never going to happen. Um, and Luke Cage, I felt like, didn't wrap up. In fact, it ended where it almost should have started a season. <laughs> so, mm. uh, whereas this one, I'm like, no, this was a great little ending. Like, Wilson goes to jail, jail Vanessa goes to jail... Sure, Bullseye might be a crazy lunatic, but Matt and Foggy and Karen are going to live, like, long, happy, healthy lives, I'm sure. Uh, because they never get themselves in trouble, ever. So... No, never again. <laughs> but I, you know, I loved it. So, uh, and, and we had the amazing fight scene and all this stuff. So I'm going to say I gave that episode a 10 out of 10 flipping Tammies. <laughs> <laughs> flipping through the air. Yep. <laughs> um... I loved episode 12. I love the return of Vanessa, um, particularly sort of in the in the 13th episode, but I love what they did with her in episode 12. I, I just think these two episodes are great. Like, what an ending to the season. And this is like the big Fisk versus Daredevil fight I've wanted to see, and it, it just made me so happy, and I, I loved so much of it. Um, I think the last episode beats... The 13th episode beats the 12th episode um, by a little bit for me just because of that, because of that um, uh, Fisk and uh, Matt fight at the end. And it might be because now I'm watching it again since it's been cancelled and I'm feeling sad and so I'm enjoying it even more. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to give episode 12 a 9.5 out of 10 Foggy's just give it up with your plans or something. Think bigger. <laughs> Think bigger, Foggy's. Yeah, there we go. And episode, uh, well, actually, I should say, so that gives episode 12 an average of exactly nine. Awesome. And episode 13, I, I have to give more, I think, because... Um, that Fisk fight between Fisk and Matt and particularly the confrontation at the end is so good like as I've said my favorite scene um, before this in the whole of the um, the Netflix shows was the confrontation between Matt and uh, Fisk in the prison in Daredevil season two I I love it I love all this stuff it's so great I love how dark Vanessa is I like that we don't get that much of Karen I know that's terrible to say but yeah. She's kind of not doing much. I'm really Foggy's surprised being awesome. made it through the season. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was so many well, as I, as I said last week and um, in last week's episode, which hasn't been released yet, but uh, spoilers for the church fight, that when that happens in the comics and you have Bullseye versus Daredevil in a church where Karen is present, then Karen ain't making it out alive because that's how she dies in the comics. Mm -hmm. So they, I think they deliberately played with that by placing her next to Father Lantern with, with Dex throwing the baton, you know, because you just assume it's going to be Karen that dies. She assumed uh, particularly it was as the her. other episode. She assumed it was her. We all assumed. We oh, all yeah, hoped, she assumed. herself and closed her eyes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, I I love I love that uh, last episode. It's great. I anytime we get like Foggy and Matt and Karen just being like like they were in season one, I'm happy because it's just so cute. So I love that. Um, the only thing I didn't really like is the post credits uh, scene, but I yeah. will forgive that because I can just ignore it. So I'm going to give that episode ten out of ten 
dead Julie passengers. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, that gives that episode 9.75 out of 10. I think that's the highest rated for this season. I'm pretty sure it is, which is awesome. Uh, right, well, we have some feedback. We have an email and a voicemail that I've sent to you, Tammy. Does anyone want to read the email? Because my voice is going again. <laughs> it's quite long. It's a big block of text. Yeah, I can always read. I can Thank go you, ahead Greg. and do the voicemail right now, though. If you'd like. Okay. Uh, we've got a voicemail from Will, who might be Santa Claus. Hello, everyone. Uh, once again, sorry I can't be there. But I just wanted to send in a little feedback on the last two episodes of the season. I thought this was a strong finish for the season. It was a really good season overall, but... I really liked uh, these episodes, especially the next to last one. Um, yeah, Kingpin. The whole thing with Vanessa, Vanessa just seemed kind of off in these episodes. I was thinking the whole time that maybe she had turned on Fisk and was working for the FBI to try to take him down, but you know, that's not what happened. I didn't really see Karen, or she didn't really do that much, um, which I'm fine with. It's, it's their double show. Um, the fight scene, the, the three-way fight scene with a Bullseye, Daredevil, and Kingpin was really great. Loved how that went down. And great that, um, Daredevil came out winner in the end. Um, some interesting stuff with Tower. I love, I love Blake Tower. <laughs> Tower <laughs> and Foggy. Uh, just, just really good episodes in general. Uh, it's, it's really late. I'm trying to remember what happened. Um, I gave the episode 12, nine and a half out of 10 nice. beautiful objects that are on display. Oh, and nice. I gave the last episode nine out of 10. Oh, what was my rating system? I've forgotten it already. <laughs> um, I love the name check. Uh, the reference is Jessica Jones at the end. Too bad he never really mentioned uh, Danny, who was <laughs> after his city for him. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of defenders this year. I really enjoyed being on the podcast. Grateful that I was asked to be on the podcast. And looking forward to Punisher and Jessica Jones next year. And I will talk to everyone later. Bye. Oh, we love you, Will. Thank you. We do love Will, right, Tammy? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it had to be said. I feel like he just knows. So. <laughs> he knows. He knows in his heart and his soul and his mind and his spirit <laughs> and all those places. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Uh, Brad, I've put email in Skype. God, I hate it how Skype starts, does that. It just puts everything on my screen at once, and it's so weird. Yeah. It's annoying, uh, isn't it? Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I can read it if you want. My voice is starting. I'm feeling my cold creeping back. <laughs> All right. Um, Dear Defenders Podcast, my favorite shot at episode 11, without a doubt, has to be Kingpin walking out to that press conference in front of his hotel. Oh, this, sorry, I should say, Brad, this is for 11 and 12, not 13. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right, yeah. just checking. Um, he has to be Kingpin walking out to that press conference in front of his hotel and the musical score that accompanied that scene, Vincent D'Onofrio walking like a boss. I loved it. 
<laughs> Even though Bullseye is still an awful human being, the screaming in the truck shows the audience that he still has a soul. What? I don't know what that is. That Greg, what's the soul? No, nope, it's, it's a mystery. Um, that deep down he knows what he is doing is wrong. But the issue is, even if he stopped and turned himself in, Point, Point Dexter with a capital B, um, can never have a structured <laughs> life again. I find it ironically sad that it takes all of all of this for Matt and Paige to have an upfront conversation after what almost three years being around each other. Um, but I love the performances of both Ann Wall and Cox, similar to Cap to Captain Rogers and Sharon Carter in Captain America Civil War. Matt and Karen know in their hearts uh, whether or not Fisk is put in prison or killed. Uh, they will never work as a couple. That's long gone. Oh, murder in their hearts, guys. Murder in their hearts. Um, even though I feel she- like they were setting them up for romance yeah. at the end of this. Yes, yeah. they were. The crypt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though she isn't in the episode a lot, I really like Sister Maggie in this episode and that she allows Matt to ignore her. And even though I don't agree with Matt's handling of his mommy issues, I don't know, to be fair, if I would handle it any better if Maggie was my mother. The scenes with the owner of the painting in Fisk is one of my favorite scenes of the season. Similar to that old guy standing up to Loki in, the, in Munich in the Avengers, the owner of the painting... Well, so, so, those are really only similar in one way. Uh, <laughs> um, Fisk could uh, murder her, but selling out would be worse to her. And I love the look on Fisk's face that this uh, five foot three and, and height old, old woman isn't frightened by Fisk at all. I have yeah. met a couple of Holocaust survivors in my life, something in common that all of them have. They aren't worried by much. Also, honorable mention to uh, Brett Mahoney in this episode. He doesn't have much in this episode, but what he has is superb. There are so many good things about episode 12. Whether you agree or not with Miss Nadim, you have to feel for her. All she knows is the is that men came to her home with guns in front of her son. Whether or not... She lots of arbitrary commas here. Yes. Uh, whether or not she knows the reason as to why makes no difference to her, and it shouldn't. Love the scene with Agent Nadine and Matt both in Fogwells and in the van. I may be alone here, but hearing Agent Nadim's reasoning for why he got <laughs> promotion as badly as he did got to me got me to thinking. If Steve Rogers never became Captain America. I think he would have been a guy like Agent Nadim just wanted to be a guy... A guy like Agent Nadim just wanted to be a guy that people he loved would be proud of. Like Bucky, comma. Uh, Because, remember, Cap just wanted to be a guy like Agent Nadim before he got the serum, comma. Just attempting to make a difference. Okay. Okay, Okay, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He wants to make Bucky proud of him because that's the true love story of the MCU. Obviously. Um, the scene in the van was also great in terms of comma. I think of Matt verbalizing what Foggy and Karen are to him, comma. He finally realizes how important they are, and let's face it, comma, 
how crappy he has treated them, both since season one, season one capital on that season one, by the way. As a side note, comma, because it was so good, Brad, it's season one. <laughs> <laughs> Arbitrary uh, capitalizations will now be read as Wilson Fisk. <laughs> okay. As a side note, comma, in my own Brad, mind, please can we get you? Sorry, uh, as a separate podcast, just reading the um, the tweets of uh, President Trump, oh. and whenever there's a, uh, a mistake, you read them as Wilson Fisk. I don't have that much time, Claire. <laughs> like I would have to get up at five mo- five in the morning every day and like record for three hours. Um, as a Sorry, side Brad. note, comma in my own mind, comma that woman in the car who sees Matt through the cars through the broken windshield, comma during the gunfight is Kamala Khan's mother. Okay, well. Oh, okay. Cool in your mind. Why. Cool in your mind. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know much about Kamala Khan. Well, if you want to pretend, that could be her mother in her in your mind. Um, I don't even. I, I don't remember seeing a woman in. Oh, I don't even know. Okay, I'm confused. Okay. I love how Fisk Fisk acknowledges his in his own way that Bullseye, even though Fisk knows he is an asset, comma Fisk knows he is unstable and can't trust him. Also, mm-hmm. comma, love the look of almost lustful contentment when Fisk realizes Vanessa has no issue murdering people if it means protecting the relationship. Yeah, he was, he was really I turned think, on. I think it was more than just protecting the relationship. I think she's in it for herself. I think she just yeah. enjoys killing. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. she needs a reason like the relationship. No, no, no. Like, she's, she's, she's just a real creep monster. Yeah. Lastly, comma... Uh, Jay Alley should be at least should at least be nominated for a Golden Globe or an Emmy for supporting actor. Comma. Good grief! His performance this season rivals Vincent D'Onofrio. Comma. His character Agreed. arc. Comma. Maybe the best the MCU street level ever had. Comma. That wasn't a lead character or an antagonist. Love him going back to his home, and much like a western are one of the last scenes in Kill Bill Volume 2. He's just preparing himself for his last walk, as it were, comma. I love that that the scene between Nadim and Bullseye is very similar to Fisk murdering Ben Urich at the end of Season (laughs) 1! Comma. Bravo! J. Ali, bravo. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Wu. (laughs) I don't know, I'm trying to think about character arcs, like if there's any like supporting characters that sort of like character arts that kind of rival that and I can't think of any. So let me know guys if you think of any or listeners if you think of any. Or if you have any in your mind. Oh yeah. Or if you have any in your mind, yeah. Or in your heart. Probably. Yeah. But Ben didn't change that much from the start of his story to the end. Yeah, I think he was always going to put himself out there. Yeah. Maybe it was just, just a performance. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was so good. I think, awesome. Um, well, that is our... Oh, go on. Go on, Brad. I was going to say, um, I think, uh, really, if you follow the character arc of Howard the Duck character, Dr. Bomb, <laughs> from the very first season of Daredevil, in my mind, through uh, the finale here, it was pretty exquisite. Well, as they say, it's all connected, so you have to think, you know... When Matt's, you know, beating the crap out of Fisk in that final scene, somewhere, somewhere in that universe, there is a duck drinking a martini in space. (laughs) (laughs) And it's delightful. (laughs) Uh, That's our feedback for season three of Daredevil, guys. Do you guys have any 
last thoughts on season three, apart from it's so good and I'm sad that it's been cancelled even more. Yeah, I I really, really enjoyed the season. I thought it was just really strong. I mean, I think, like, if you looked at all of our um, scores for the season, they were probably, for the most part, pretty high, so... Yeah. Um, and I'm actually really surprised because I thought it started off so slow for me. I was like, yeah. Oh my God. I hope the season is not like this the entire time. It's so melodramatic. Um, but no, it's so turned around. It was so good. Yeah, it really picks up. I think it's got like 94% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Season one has 99%, which is kind of crazy. And I think season two. I read as like 75%. Um, not that you can really judge by Rotten Tomatoes, but I just read that somewhere and was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so what what should we, what are we going to do next week, Tammy? Oh, we're going to have a week off. Oh, thank goodness. No offense, people. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, well, because this season has taken us longer really. than usual. <laughs> yeah, Tammy's getting old. She needs a rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this season has taken longer to record than usual because uh, I was sick one week and had to take a week off. And as you can hear, I'm kind of sick again, but I will I will power through it. But that week I was really sick. <laughs> I couldn't record. So I do apologise uh, for that. It sort of messed up the schedule a bit. Um, but we will be covering Punisher in one way or another next month. Uh, so we'll be back for that. Did they actually um, announce the date or anything? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird month. just saying the month. Yeah. Weird. Um, we might have some stuff, some bonus stuff before then. Uh, so keep a watch on this feed. Brad and Megan, thank you so much for being our guests. Thank you for having me. Where can people find you, Megan, when you're not hugging Charlie Cox in your profile <laughs> photo? <avatar>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at at e a l a s a d seven six. That's on Twitter. So. So follow Megan for all the Daredevil news, because you will probably know stuff way before I do. Mm. You're way more on top of the news than I am. Uh, Brad, thank you for coming on, sir. Have you recorded anything else lately that you'd like to promote? Uh, a couple of things, a couple of things. Um, of course, you can hear me uh, with Tammy and Claire on the Calavici Fashion Cast talking about all of the fashions of uh, Quantum Leap and sometimes Pottersville. So... Uh, so you can check that out also you can hear me on the Ramjack podcast where we've been having a fun uh, solstice season lately Uh, the last episode we recorded we discussed uh, a Christmas episode of Matlock which was amazing (laughs) and maybe some future secret projects we can find you on Brad that aren't very secret but yes (laughs) <laughs> wink wink <laughs> cool uh well brad and megan it's up to you to take us out with a an excelsior or a nadine if you want if you wish brad i can't not nadine <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> Bye. thank you for listening you can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Defenders Podcast or on Twitter at Defenders Pod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. 
That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!